Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to this week's edition of the Pool Guys Show. Today I'm going to be talking about vacuuming your pool. This sounds very basic, but I'm going to go over a lot of ins and outs and tips for you and when to vacuum, when to skim, and different ways to vacuum out a pool. This week's podcast is brought to you by InYourPools.com. InYourPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001 with over 50,000 pool parts in stock. Order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And this podcast is also brought to you by Riptide Pool Vacuum System. Riptide is a powerful vacuum system that allows you to get large debris off the bottom of the pool rapidly. You can learn more about the Riptide at www.riptidevac.com. So one of the first things you learn when you service pools is when actually vacuuming the pool and when you can just skim out the pool or use an alternate uh, system to vacuum the pool out. So generally speaking, you want to vacuum the pool when it's dirty. You may not need to vacuum every week. But there are situations where the manual vacuum is counterproductive. For instance, if there's a lot of uh, large leaf debris on the bottom, or if there's just a lot of debris on the bottom in general, you may try to vacuum the pool, but the vacuum may get clogged up um, with piles of leaves. Uh, this is very common if you vacuum a pool with a lot of debris in it. The opening on the bottom of the vacuum is not very large, it's maybe an inch in diameter, so you have to be careful and carefully choose when you can actually vacuum the pool. Sometimes you can skim out some leaf debris and then vacuum the pool and I do that on occasion. You definitely want to use an inline canister when you vacuum a pool. Now there's different brands of inline canisters. For my truck I like using the uh, Pentair leaf trap. It's very easy to connect. It comes with a white hose to connect into the skimmer and the vacuum. The one and a half inch vacuum hose fits directly onto the front of the um, Pentair canister. If you're using the Hayward canister, you're going to need some kind of adapter in some cases to connect it, the uh, Hayward hose connector adapter. So whichever canister you use, you definitely want to use an inline canister to trap the debris so that when you're vacuuming the pool, it's not going into the pump. Otherwise, you're going to be, uh, it's going to slow down your vacuuming as the pump gets, pump baskets get full of debris. You're going to have to stop, empty the pump basket, and continue vacuuming. And this can happen pretty rapidly if the pool has a lot of debris. So a canister is definitely a must. Sometimes if you're vacuuming without a canister, some of the debris will actually get through the basket and clog the impeller. So a canister is definitely a must. So a lot of times you can get away with just skimming the bottom of the pool if there's not a lot of dirt on the bottom and the pool will look very clean. Uh, if you if you got your skimming down to a pretty good technique, if you have some experience, you can do that pretty easily and skim the pool out without having to vacuum the pool. If there's an automatic cleaner in the pool, um, usually it gets all the dirt for you. If, if it's jammed that week, there may be some dirt and debris, so you have to vacuum. So instead of bringing your pool hose out, I'll go over the different pool hose that I use, or the pool hose that I use and the different vacuum heads that I use. Um, but generally speaking, if it has an automatic cleaner, you could just uh, turn the system off, or if you're really good at it, you can pull the cleaner to the side 
take the cleaner head off the hose and then stick your manual vacuum head on. Of course, you already have it attached to your pole, so you'll stick the, the cleaner hose onto the vacuum head or into the vacuum head, depending if you have the swivel or not. And you would just use the automatic cleaner hose as your pool hose to vacuum it out. You could spot vacuum the pool, you could vacuum the spa this way. And so utilize the cleaner hoses. The only exception is the Zodiac locking hoses. The end of it, the end of that hose won't hook onto the manual vac. I have a video showing you a, a way to actually connect it to a manual vacuum. You can carry the parts with you if you want. If you have an MX-8 or another Zodiac cleaner with the locking hoses, you'll have to have this adapter for your manual vacuum head uh, because those don't connect to it. But everyone, every other manufacturer hoses are universal. And you can use those to connect it to your manual vacuum head and spot vacuum a pool very easily. So there are various manufacturers of the pool hoses. I've been using the Smoothbore pool hose um, since I got into business, so it's the only one I've been using. I probably should try some other vacuum hoses out and get a better feel for different brands. But this one here is extremely long-lasting. It won't cavitate, which I, what I mean by that is if you have a cheap hose, when you, when you hook it up to the skimmer, if it's more than one horsepower, or sometimes if the equipment is really close to the pool, a cheap hose will actually cavitate and collapse down on itself and the pool will lose prime. So the hose that I use is very thick and it won't cavitate even with like a two horsepower pump um, with full suction. So it's definitely important to make sure you have the proper vacuum hose. I use a 50 foot hose and that's good from, for most size pools that I can vacuum. Back in the day I had a pool that was about 60, 65 feet long. So I would carry a 15 foot hose and I would use the Hayward um, vacuum adapter. It's a little white piece where you can connect two hoses together. You'll use this a lot if you're acid wash pools and you're looking for a longer hose. And I would connect a 15 foot hose with this um, the Hayward um, adapter and I'd be able to vacuum the whole pool this way. But generally speaking, 50 feet is all you're going to need for most cases um, if you do service out there. And the vacuum head that I prefer is the Pentair ProVac. I carry both the 14-inch head and the 22-inch head with me. I'll use the 14-inch head if, if there's an automatic cleaner and I'm going to just connect it to the cleaner hose and vacuum it out. If I'm vacuuming the whole pool with my hose, I'll use the 22-inch head. It's much quicker and if the suction is good, it's, you're, you're able to vacuum the pool a lot faster than with the 14-inch head. So I, I have both of them. Um, I think the 14 inches is about 80 bucks, and then the 22 inches is like 90 or 100 dollars if you buy it online. So those are the best vacuum heads. The wheels have bearings in them; they don't stick to the bottom. So the cheaper vacuums, what will happen is they'll stick to the bottom of the pool, and you'll you'll have to pull up on it and try to get that vacuum head off as it sticks to the bottom of the pool. These won't. I don't think I've ever had the Pentair Pro Vac stick to the bottom of the pool. Maybe if it's wearing out, it will stick but definitely would use that over any other vacuum. When it comes to a vinyl pool, um, you can use a regular wheeled vacuum. It's really, you gotta just be careful that it's not old and it's, everything is intact and you should be okay. I use it on vinyl pools all the time. You can get a brush vac head and you can use that to vacuum out the vinyl pool. Uh, generally, if there's a vinyl pool in my route, I have an automatic cleaner in there and I don't really have to vacuum the pool. I just make sure the cleaner is operating correctly and therefore I don't have to actually drop a vacuum in and risk any kind of liability with tearing the liner. So those are kind of the basics when using a manual vacuum. Uh, if there's too much debris, it may not be productive to vacuum because you're going to be 
unclogging the vacuum head all the time or the canister may fill up very rapidly. So you may just be better off skimming the pool and vacuuming when there's less debris. And they go over a couple cautions when you're vacuuming a pool, the manual vacuum. First thing you want to avoid doing is having the vacuum head go directly over the main drain. And then if it gets stuck on the main drain, if you pull up hard on the vacuum, you could actually pull the main drain off the bottom of the pool by cracking the two screws that hold it on or the plastic around the screws that hold it on. So if you're vacuuming a pool and you mistakenly go over the main drain and the vacuum is the vacuum head is stuck onto the main drain, go ahead and turn off the pump and then remove the vacuum from the main drain with the pump off. Otherwise you risk pulling or breaking the main drain. So as a caution, never bring the vacuum directly over the top of the main drain because uh, it could get stuck on the plastic when you pull it up you could break it. Another thing you don't want to do is to pull the vacuum head out of the water while you're vacuuming the pool. For instance if there's a cleaner in the pool, if there's an obstacle, maybe a pool float, you don't want to pull the um, hose out of the pool to go over that thing because then what will happen is you're going to suck in air rapidly and that will cause the pump to lose its prime. So the whole thing about putting the vacuum hose in the pool, and I probably should have mentioned this earlier, is that when you add the vacuum to the pool, you want to push, push the hose in hand over hand to get the air out. So any air that gets into the um, vacuum, vacuum hose while you're vacuuming will cause the pump to lose prime. So basically you want to keep the vacuum in the pool under the water surface all the time. And this includes when you're vacuuming steps. If you're doing the top step, just make sure that the vacuum head doesn't come out of the pool then you'll suck air in and the pump will lose its prime and then you have to wait for the prime back up or sometimes you have to go back there and turn everything off and then add water to the pump and prime it that way. So when you're moving the vacuum from the pool to the spa, which is a very common thing to do if you have an attached spa to your pool, you want to make sure that you pull it out quickly and insert it into the spa rapidly or you can turn off the pump and then turn it back on uh, when you have the vacuum in the spa. Uh, but I generally just pick it up quickly, put it in the spa, and then wait a few seconds for the pump to lose its prime, and then for the pump to regain its prime. Uh, it could take up to about 30 seconds, depending on how far the equipment is, when you move the vacuum from the pool into the spa. But those are some cautions to use when you're when you're vacuuming. Don't get the vacuum head, head directly onto the main drain, and try not to lift the vacuum out of the pool, because then you'll suck air and lose the prime and have to wait for it to restart. And here's something that is interesting. A lot of people think that you should brush the pool walls down first, brush the steps, and then um, vacuum the pool out. But I find that this is very counterproductive, and you can debate me on this, but I prefer to skim the surface, go around the pool, you know, two or three times. Any debris that will fall down to the bottom falls down, and you can vacuum it out. And then I will um, connect my vacuum to the skimmer. I like connecting it, if I'm not using the canister, I like connecting it over the top um, instead of through the skimmer and through the weir just because it's easier in most cases. If I'm using a canister, I'll slide it through the front and uh, that's how I'll vacuum the pool out. I'll slide it to the front over the weir into the skimmer. And I think what most people don't realize is that if you have a good vacuum head and a good hose and uh, good equipment, and the pump is running well, the filter's not too dirty, and you have really good suction, you can actually vacuum all the way up to the edge of the pool. Pretty much I'll vacuum from uh, the cove or the slope of the wall as high as I can go, 
all the way across the bottom of the pool floor and the back up, pulling it up towards the wall and the back down. Then I'll vacuum the steps um, starting at the top, working my way down. And so there's no need to actually brush the pool until after you're done. And the reason I brush when I finish is anything I may miss, there may be a couple spots that I may have missed, and that evens it all out. It looks really good. So if you have a good running system, there's no need to actually vacuum to a brush first. And I think it's really counterproductive to brush first in most cases. And it takes a while for the debris to settle down, up to 10 to 15 minutes. And there may be uh, more dust in the water that won't settle for even longer. So brush after you vacuum in most cases. I, I think that's what I've always been taught. That's what I always do, and it's really effective. Now, if you service a pool with the in-floor returns or the pop-up system or the caretaker system, however you want to refer to it, these are the pools where there's a return jets in the bottom. Usually there's two um, in a row, and there's six to eight of them on the bottom, maybe 10 or 12, depending on how big the pool is. And what these do is the return jets will, the return from the pool will come up the bottom. These will pop up, push the dirt and debris towards the deep end. So if, if they're installed correctly and working correctly, all the debris and dirt should be pushed to the deep end where the main drain's at. Sometimes the main drain's in the center and they push it towards the center of the pool. Uh, so basically what they're doing is pushing all the dirt and debris to, towards the main drain and then you would simply brush the dirt into the main drain and that's how you would clean a pool with the pop-up systems. Um, they work pretty good when they're working. Um, I like the ones that are installed with a bypass. You can actually turn them off and you can manually vacuum if you need to. A lot of times you're going to run into the fact that you have the in-floor system, in-floor return system, and there's no alternate returns in the pool. So you're kind of stuck with that. There's no way to really manual vacuum it because when you put the vacuum in there, uh, the return is going to shoot it up and stir up all the dirt. So sometimes there's a spa attached and I put it in spa return and that turns off the in-floor return that I can vacuum the pool. But in that case, um, a lot of times you want to use a vacuum system when you have a pool with an in-floor return. Sometimes you'll have an infinity edge pool and there's no skimmer. This is very common. Uh, builders like that clean look. And they expect everything to go into the infinity edge spillway. And it's, um, it's on the edge of the pool and the bottom of the pool, the infinity edge, and all the, the water will go in there. Um, and all the dirt will usually go in there also. I prefer the infinity edge pools with a skimmer and then with a separate spillway pump. That way, if you need the vacuum the pool, you're able to. Um, those are my preferred infinity edge pools, but they're some without skimmers. And so in that case, if there's no skimmer, you'll just have to vacuum it with a vacuum system or a portable pump or a portable filtration system. And you may run into that, a pool without a skimmer. That's not uncommon with the infinity edge pools. So let me touch on a few problems you may run into when you go to manual vacuum a pool. Number one, um, if you have a variable speed pump and you have it on a lower speed, you can't really vacuum very effectively, so you're going to have to go to the equipment and put it in timeout mode and change the run speed to a higher RPM. Typically, the installer will have one of the buttons programmed for the full 3400 RPM, 3450 RPMs. A lot of installers will set the uh, speed 4 at 3150 RPMs, which is sufficient to vacuum a pool out. That's not a problem. You can easily vacuum it out at that speed. So as a general rule with a variable speed pump, you want to at least have it at 3100 RPMs to vacuum the pool effectively. 
anything lower than that is going to take you a long time to vacuum. It may not be as effective. If you're connecting the manual vacuum to the cleaner hose, which I mentioned earlier, and you're noticing that you're not getting a lot of suction, you can adjust that side port, vacuum port suction at the equipment. Just go ahead and give the uh, side port vacuum port some more suction by turning the Jandy valve uh, down, and that will turn the skimmer off some more. You don't want to put it on full um, vacuum port, side port, because in that case, I mean, I can, you may cavitate the pump too much, but if you need to give it a little more suction to get uh, better suction on the vacuum, go ahead and do that with the cleaner hose attached to the vacuum port. And if it's attached to the skimmer, you can um, take out the regulator and just stick the cleaner hose directly into the skimmer and vacuum out that way. So those are a couple tricks to kind of get more flow or more vacuuming power if you're using a cleaner hose or cleaner suction to do that. Now, if you have a pool with a Polaris return side cleaner in there, a lot of the times it's going to stir up a lot of the dirt. So you may want to reset the timer to where that the Polaris stays off until you get to the account. And that way you're not going to have to worry about um, the dirt being stirred up by the Polaris as it's running in the pool. So I do that a lot. If I have to vacuum a pool with the Polaris in it, I'll set it so that when I get to the account, the Polaris isn't running yet and I can quickly vacuum it and then turn everything on. So that's a tip for that also. Now, if you go to manually vacuum the pool and you hook up the vacuum to the skimmer and then you lose the prime of the pump or you lose suction, could be a few problems. Um, the most common is an air leak or vacuum leak. It means that there's air getting into the system. Could be as simple as a pump lit o-ring. Could be a discharge leak above the pump causing that to happen. Um, it could be something in the impeller. There's many things that would cause you not to have the full suction with the vacuum hose connected. Uh, a lot of times if the filter pressure is really high or if the filter is dirty, when you go to manual vacuum the pool, um, pulling the water an extra 50 feet is a real strain on this filtration system and you're not going to get a lot of suction. So you may want to clean the filter first and then manually vacuum the pool. And sometimes if you're vacuuming a pool with a lot of uh, debris and dirt on the bottom. It could overload overload the filter, um, causing to, the um, if it's a D filter, you could cause some of the grids to explode. I've had that happen before, where the DE grids just tear because it's, they're being overloaded with vacuuming so much dirt in there. If you have a sand filter, you can of course vacuum the waste mode. Some D filters have the multi-port valve where you can put it in waste mode. You can't open the backwash valve on a push-pull. Uh, DE filter and vacuum that way it's not going to be effective because the push-pull valve actually reverses the flow of water so the water actually goes through the inside of the grids and pushes out and so what's going to happen if you if you're thinking about open uh, vacuuming with that push-pull backwash valve open because you think it's like a waste mode what happens all that dirt goes inside the filter grids so that when you put it back in the regular mode all that dirt will shoot back out the return line so the only way you can vacuum the waste is if you have a multi-port valve. Um, some Jandy um, equipment will have a simple valve that you can open up that acts like a backwash, and you can vacuum out that way also, but not with a push-pull valve. That won't work like a vacuuming the waste mode. And so if you're trying to vacuum a pool out and it has a suction leak or vacuum leak, and you can't isolate the problem while you're there, it could even be a bad skimmer. I've had skimmers that have cracks in them that cause this. 
Then what I like to do is I like to carry some skimmer regulator valves for the cleaners. I like the um, Hayward one the best. So I'll get the cone and I'll get the regulator valve and I'll stick it in the skimmer. I'll open up the regulator valve to give some surface skimming and then I'll connect the vacuum. And generally speaking, um, you're able to keep the prime if you do that with the cleaner regulator valve and the skimmer and then you vacuum with the vacuum hose there. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to build a portable pump and just vacuum out the pool and have a discharge hose going um, into the dirt or into the, the pool deck or into the drain and you can vacuum out the pool. You just have to work quickly because the portable pump is not going to have a filter and it'll just pump all the water out along with the dirt. And I have a video that shows you how to build a one horsepower uh, portable pump. Very easy to do and total cost I think with everything would be um, close to 250 maybe $300 at the most and it's very useful if you're doing cleanups or if you're if the system's not working in an account it's a great way to clean the pool out or if you have a filter or a cartridge filter without waste mode the portable pump is great you can also invest in a portable filtration system from Advantage Manufacturing I use the PortaVac it's a one and a half horsepower pump on a dolly with a um, 150 square foot cartridge filter on top and they also have a minivac 2 with a smaller filter and a one horsepower pump and both of those are available at uh, Advantage Manufacturing. You can, you can find the links on my website swimmingpoollearning.com um, just go to the tab that says um, portable filter or Advantage Manufacturing and you can purchase that there and if you call them and you talk to Josh and you tell them that you do service, um, they'll sell it to you at the wholesale price, which will save you a substantial amount of money. Definitely check that out. And then, of course, there's the vacuum systems, Riptide, the power vac, the bottom feeder, and the hammerhead. And any of these systems will work great. Um, the, the advantage of the vacuum system is you're not using the pool's filtration system. Most of these have a, micro, a 60 micron type bag, which filters will filter the uh, dust and dirt out pretty well. The fine particles will still get through the bag in most cases, um, but you can't really see them on the bottom of the pool. So a lot of guys will just use a vacuum system for all their vacuuming and not use the manual vacuum anymore once they get the system because any dirt that's left behind you can't really see. And a lot of times the automatic cleaner will pick up everything that's left behind. I personally use the vacuum system probably about 80% of the time and I'll manual vacuum maybe 20% of the time in my area. There's sometimes a lot of dirt and dust, especially after a rainstorm. A lot of dirt will wash into the pool and so manual vacuum may be necessary over the vacuum system, but definitely a lot more convenient, a lot faster, and a lot of guys will just use that versus manually vacuuming a pool. So um, if you have the resources to invest in one of those, definitely do that and it'll just make your life a lot easier. If you're a homeowner, you can get the, the vacuum system with just the vacuum head and the battery box. And it's around 800, 850, depending on which brand you choose. And you would just need to buy the battery and charger and you would have your vacuum system at your house. And if you do hotels or resorts, um, definitely you would want to have one of these in the equipment room so you can just pull it out when you need it and vacuum the pool very rapidly. So any of those, the vacuum system, the portable pump you can build, or the portable filtration system by Advantage would be great ways, great alternate ways to vacuum out a pool. I also like the WaterTech Precision 2.0. I use that to spot vacuum pools. 
with the sand silt bag, it works really great. You can try the Volt FX8. It's also a great cleaner with the sand silt bag. You can spot vacuum a pool. And these are great portable ways to vacuum out pools and spas. I definitely would recommend one for a spa. And if you do pool service, definitely invest in the Volt FX8 for your, the spas on your route. It's a great way to vacuum out without pulling out your manual vacuum and your hose just to vacuum out a spa that may have some dirt in it. Um, so those are great alternatives to vacuuming out the pool. So I covered a lot of things here about vacuuming the pool. I try to keep it as concise as possible. Um, if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions about vacuuming, you can definitely email me. And you can check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, where I have a lot of resources. If you're a homeowner, I have an ebook and a print book available. And if you do pool service, I have a, I do a coaching program where you can connect with me one-on-one -on -one through uh, the phone or through texting. And it starts out at $10 a month. And what you get with that is 10% off your liability insurance through SPPA. You also get 10% off the Riptide Pool Vacuum System. Uh, you get listed on my website as an endorsed local provider. And you also get uh, invited into the group chat where you can post and ask questions and get your questions answered on the spot. So check that out. Also, you can find more information about that on my website, swimpoollearning.com. And I hope you found this podcast informative. And have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.